0: What's up, guys? Lucas Still with Optimum Athletes here with Ty Tracy today. Ty is 20 years old. 20. Yes uh, sir. Has been training with us for a couple of months now. Just finished his first year of pro baseball. Yeah. Uh, down in Southern California somewhere.
1: No, it was actually up in Monterey. Oh, it was in Monterey. Yeah. Okay.
0: What team was that? The Monterey. The
1: Monterey Amberjacks. Monterey Amberjacks. Yeah.
0: Um, so what was that like? You were because you're only 20, so most people 20 years old are supposed to still be in school. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know you came up here to American River College. Yeah. Um, and you're gonna play your juco ball there so what was it like kind of going from you know a juco guy to pro baseball and what what was that whole process like
1: it was kind of just like crazy kind of because at first i was like ah school might not be my thing it was like we'll see how it goes and then went to school didn't work out went to pro ball and it was way better for me just the way i am with everything than the JCs that I was going to. So it was like it was just a better like thing for me to do. Right. Well it's
0: we're seeing nowadays, especially with guys taking gap years to drive line, with the power of the internet and, you know, thirteen year olds becoming famous YouTubers. Yeah. Um, there's so many more paths you can go on. The traditional go to school till through high school, and then if you're not working, you know, a nine to five right out of high school, you go to college and you get your degree and then you get your nine to five or whatever it may be. It kinda seems like there's just continuous things that come next in a certain order. And now we're kind of seeing that that doesn't have to be the case. Like, whatever fits you and whatever you're comfortable with and whatever yeah. is your right path.
1: Yeah, that's just how it goes.
0: <laughs> was there any pushback from your parents or anything like that? Or your friends kind of giving you a hard time? or? Not
1: really. I mean, when I, once I told my parents, I was like, I like, school's not my thing. Like, I really can't do it no more. They were like, all right. Well, then they did this thing where they were like, well, you can get a job, or we can figure something out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, I still want to play ball. Like, I don't want to just sit here and do right. nothing and work for the rest of my life doing something I really don't want to do." And then I ended up finding the just a tryout online for the Pecos League. Yeah. Power the internet, baby. Yeah. And then I was like, "Hey, it's a hundred bucks to go. Like, I'll we'll, let's just see what happens." Like, all right, sounds good.
0: So you bet on yourself.
1: Yeah, I just kind of went out and tried it out. That's awesome. Out. And we
0: know we talk about it all the time, like if you have a vision, you have a dream or a goal, like especially now, like we just talked about the internet, there's so much, there's a bunch of knowledge, there's a bunch of resource out there. Yeah. That if you want to put in the work, you can kind of almost accomplish anything, really. Yeah. Kind of sounds cheesy to say, but. No, it,
1: it's true though. That's definitely true.
0: Yeah. Um, so you're from around, not Bakersfield, but around the, that area. Yeah,
1: I'm like three hours from Bakersfield. Okay, so further than I thought. So yeah. <laughs> how
0: far are you from up here?
1: From up here, it's like six and a half hours. Six and a half hours. So yeah. you're
0: kind of, you made a choice this off season to go away from home and yeah. train at a baseball facility. What was, a, what went into that choice? What, you know, there's probably a bunch of high school and college kids that you're looking at drive line or even OA or triathletics or these other facilities out there. They're thinking, you know, maybe I want to go there this summer, but yeah. it's kind of far away. Like what kind of, what were the factors, the deciding factors in that decision for you?
1: For me, the factors were just, I need to get better and i kind of just got to do what i got to do to get better and the program up here seemed legit and it is legit and i was like i'm just gonna go do it why not my parents were like go for it so perfect
0: and you're again you're working uh out in folsom right now right yeah so you're making it work and from being a guy that i went up to driveline I was lucky enough that my parents were able to kind of afford that, and I didn't have to do anything crazy for it. But there's guys up there that they want it so bad that they were either spending their student loans or they were working graveyard shifts. So <laughs> yeah. if you want something bad enough, you can find a way to make you it can definitely work. Definitely
1: find a way to make it work. <laughs>
0: proof of that, so that's awesome. Um, and we've, I mean, it's been joy having you up. Um, we've seen you. I think you topped out at ninety last year, right? Yeah, topped out at ninety and, Uh, Your first bullpen, it was indoors, of course, but your first bullpen with us, I think you were like 84 to 87, somewhere in there. wasn't very good. Uh, (laughs) A couple weeks ago, thrown outside and popped in 92. So PR, you've seen the progress. We're here at Jesuit today. to go make some hitters. Maybe pop 93, who knows, but (laughs) you've been looking good. Um, Hopefully. Yeah, man, what are you, you're going into your second year of Pro Bowl now. Uh, I think we have got a couple months with you before Mm -hmm. you go, but what are your expectations? What are you looking forward to? What's What's your mindset kind of going into your second season here?
1: Second season, it's just, I mean, my first season was kind of short, just the way the season was, mm-hmm. but then all this other, like, leagues and stuff, they're way longer, so i am kind of got to get used to playing and throwing every day and just trying to figure all that out, you yeah. know. Awesome. Well,
0: hey, uh, last we're going to talk about your pitching, uh, pitching repertoire. But let me go grab a baseball. All right. So quick pause. <laughs> Should have grabbed that first. All right. So last we'll talk about your pitching repertoire. Look at this. Wow, Ooh. baseball here. How that? Where that come from? That's fancy. Uh, what pitches do you throw, dog?
1: I got fastball, four seam, and then two seam, and then a slider, and a changeup sometimes.
0: Okay. <laughs> just kind of briefly run us through what your grips are, what your kind of thought process is or anything that you kind of fall back on. You know, say for instance, your fastball's not there one day, do you have a something that you go to or one key in your head or anything like that that you kind of...
1: Like, when my fastball's not there, it's just I kind of got to make sure I can like hit my spots more than... I mean, I try to do that all the time, but... Try to throw Yeah, <laughs> but like hit my spots where I need to and if I got to go up, down, inside outside that's just the main thing I focus on and then normally I just go to my slider that I can throw that's your go-to pitch. yeah I can throw that with my eyes closed and have you always had that grip right there yeah that's my slider grip and I just kind of throw it like that a little bit and then my tight my tighter one that I throw I just throw it like a fastball and the way it comes out it just comes off the fingers and
0: so it's basically the same pitch, right. but you just kind of have two different thought processes and it might have slightly different movement.
1: Yeah. one and One's like one that'll break like six, not, not even six inches, way more than six inches, but mm. break a lot. And then one's just like the one that's- Almost like a
0: cutter. Yeah. Okay. And you throw those based on the count or is that, do you have a separate, separate sign from the catcher
1: or anything like that? No, I mean, I tell the catcher like, I got both these and that one of them are coming and- Just catch it. Yeah. Like you'll know which one it is when it comes out of my hand. Okay, if you've caught me long. Enough. <laughs> so that's
0: your strikeout pitch. Yeah. Yeah All right, and then you have to change up
1: change up. It just there. I Keep my pinky up but off the ball. Yeah, like up on top kind of okay just so when it comes out because I my, I don't Everybody says throw the out of a change up <laughs> and I do that but most of the time I don't know where it's going. All right, but when I do when it's on that's it. That's it right there. Just pinky up, and it comes out, and just hits those fingers, and goes out.
0: Yeah. you have two seam fastball. Do we go over that or? Yeah, yeah,
1: two seam right here. Just stay on top. Fingers do on top. You throw both
0: the probably, You know, do you throw one more than the other? Two seam or four seam, or?
1: I normally, I normally stick to a four seam. Just four seam. I hardly throw two seams. Okay. Just because my four seam has natural movement on it. There you go. So, uh. I just go with that.
0: So any parting words of advice or wisdom or either you know what are your what's your kind of mindset when you go into a game do you have like a a slogan or a phrase or one piece of advice you kind of take with you onto the mound
1: just when i go on the mound just i go up there and like know i can strike anybody out make anybody roll over make anybody pop up and just when i'm on the mound nobody's better than i am yeah and i go in and do my job
0: I, I I don't mean to speak for you, but you're a really nice guy. Like you're yeah. happy go lucky, you're laid back, you always got a smile on your face, like yeah. around the gym, but I think that's an important lesson for kids, high school, whatever it may be, that when you cross those lines, when you're on the mountain, it's okay to be for lack of a better term, a yeah. hole. Yeah. And go out there and know that you are the man, there's no one that's gonna beat you, and yeah. kinda be pissed off. Yeah. And as our guy Flam always says, throw angry. Yep. And know that guy in the box is trying to take your career from you. Mm-hmm and you're not gonna let him. Nope.
1: Yeah, that's, like you said, I'm always that happy guy, and, but when you yeah. see me on the mound, it's, I'm not that happy guy yeah. <laughs> until I'm in the dugout, and then I'm off. And then once I get back on the mound, right back to business. <laughs> I don't know if
0: you would say this, but I know people have talked about having like an almost an alter ego on the mound. Um, I know Steven, he always liked Kobe Bryant. He wanted to be Kobe Bryant, like black mama mentality. Um, whoever, I liked watching Max Scherzer pitch, like just kind of, you see those guys on the mound, and if you. Actually, can convince yourself, hey, I'm that guy on the mountain. Yeah. Like you kind of stand a little taller, you have your chest out, you have more confidence, you have more conviction in your pitches, and you usually have more success.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I don't really try to compare myself to anybody. I don't, I mean, that's just kind of not who I am. Right. But that does work because I just think.
0: We kind of flip that switch and you're in a yeah. killer mentality. Yeah, that's
1: it. Just go in, throw strikes so hard (laughs) that's all i think about we'll end it on that (laughs) thank you dude no problem good luck this year thank you